1: Welcome back to the and Fin Podcast Network. we brought to you by Yakadget, for all your fine quality kayak fishing accessories. Go to yakadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighter. Go to pelican.com. To the 153 bait Company, for all your hard and soft bait needs. Go to the 153angler.com. So join with me together as together, we dive into the tips and techniques that will help make us better anglers
2: out on the water.
1: Welcome back to the Bass Fishing for Noobs segment here on the Paddle and Fin Podcast. I am your host, Sean LaVrie. And tonight I have with us a gentleman who uh, um, I searched on the internet for uh, someone to talk to about spinnerbaits. So I'd like to welcome Mr. Tim Perkins to the Bass Fishing for Noobs show. Welcome, Tim you are glad to be here sean thanks for the invite thank you for no no problem thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to to chat with me and the folks this evening so um for those of the uh folks out there who uh haven't heard of you uh why don't you let them know who you are uh kind of where you're from how you got into fishing and anything else you want them to know about you
3: Okay. Well, I'm the greatest fisherman that ever lived uh, from Hefflin, <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> no, I'm just a good old boy that, that, that grew up fishing rivers and creeks and have a passion about fishing. And uh, I've been a teacher and a coach most of my life. I'm um, like a third generation river, river guy. And uh, just, uh, I'd say probably about 12 years ago, uh, transferred over from the uh, bass boat world. I did that for 20 years and uh, actually made it to the All-American a couple of times. And um, I saw an advertisement with uh, Drew Gregory about river bassing. And I told my wife, I said, I, I could do that. So uh, I ended up fishing the whole series with river bassing in 2011 I actually think I won four of them. There were six national events. I think I won four of them and I finished second in one. I think I finished third in one and I won the national title up, up in your neck of the woods, uh, up in, um, we were on the, uh, Oh, she, the broad river, I think. the okay. the uh, the new, excuse me, the new, oh, uh, I was saying your moment there <laughs> up in Virginia. Yeah, so that, that year, is I think I traveled about 13. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and and that kind of a river like you're used to too. So, I mean the the New river's huge, mm-hmm. and uh, you know here where I'm from, uh, most people call what we call rivers creeks, uh, but <laughs> um, I, I and I'm actually known. I've done a lot of uh, a couple of TV shows, and I've done. Um, some other videos that uh, I'm like a a skinny water specialist, but that's all I know. I mean, that's what I've done for for most of my life here in North Alabama. Uh, My passion is the Alabama spotted bass. I I love that creature, Uh, especially in these little uh, small skinny waters. Um, Matter of fact, I just worked with a friend on an article that's coming out, and he wanted us to rank, and, you know, that's the question of, with you smallmouth guys and, 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 you know, bass fishermen across the country, you know, uh, well, if you ranked them, you know, one through whatever, you know, where, where would you rank them at? You know, uh, that one's at the top of my food chain, you know, uh, he knows where he lives at and he knows how to use it against you. Just like, you know, with, with
1: a smallmouth. So interesting. Anyway, I, uh, I just, uh, interviewed a gentleman last week who was telling me that shoal bass are at the top of his list. And, uh, so I, I now have a bunch of species on my bucket <laughs> list that I got to try and well, go let, uh, let track down. You,
3: let me tell you this one. And this is this is odd, okay? Uh, and, and I hadn't even conferred. Lance Coley and I, I know you know Lance. Uh, Lance and I have been mm-hmm. travel partners for uh, ever since River Bassing Days. And, uh, I mean, Lance is a river guru. And uh, we, we've, you know, we've been everywhere. But at the top of my list you would never guess what was at the top of my list and that's the red eye okay that's the red eye bass right here in north alabama um uh, pound for pound, hardest fighting fish never gives up acrobats beautiful fish i mean you can't say enough about it and i you know i used to say that if that fish ever got three pounds it'd probably pull you out of the kayak and whip you but <laughs> Uh, you know, in, in the last few, I, I actually held the state record for about 20 years here uh, on the red okay. eye, and okay. um, that that was at the top of my 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 list was the red eye. So if you've not caught a red eye, you need to catch a red eye. And uh, uh, actually, one of my one of my twins, who's 14, has actually broken the state record. He broke it three times last year. Wow! And, but you know, every time I put up pictures, you have those experts out there that say, "Oh, that's a hybrid, man. That's a hybrid." It's still a red eye, and uh, but we're just over the Georgia line, so you can't officially call it uh, uh, Alabama state record. And, okay. Uh, <clears throat> and at one point, at one point, he elected. I made. I let him have the choice because I told him, "I'm like, Dude, this is a record," and I i said this pro- this fish will probably have to die in order to get you a record and he elected turner loose so i'm very proud of him
1: we got plenty of That's... pictures and you know that kind of thing cool but and uh what kind of what kind of kayak of are you lid. fishing now <laughs> <laughs> oh red.
3: <laughs> i fish out of a, a wilderness so kayak. yeah okay i i thought uh, i saw you were on
1: are you on still on their team or are you uh um on team wilderness systems
3: I am. I'm actually their uh, one of their national managers for awesome. their, their We've revamped our whole pro staff, and um, I'm actually the assistant manager for the uh, for the pro team. I think we got seven guys across the country, and okay. uh, I'm the assistant manager for the for the national team for the uh, wilderness system pro staff. And we got some big okay. changes coming up and some good stuff, but we're like everybody else, man. We're right in the middle of some funk, man, that I'm ready to, to, to shift out of, you know?
1: Right. Now, I I think a lot because of companies... nobody can same. get boats, nobody can get yep. parts. Yep, I was just going to say, they are. this whole situation kind of knocked everybody for a loop. So... And uh, I think uh, in addition to... I'm ready to move that, forward. Yeah, yeah. In addition to all that, you're also on the Alabama Hammers with Dan Perry, who is also one of my fellow paddling yes. hosts, So yes. Shout out yes. to Mr. D- DP. And we've
3: He's had a, uh, and, and, and we, we've had we've had a great year, and um, yeah, you know, in my thing is, we we've actually fished awful conditions. I mean, if you want to put up a, a, a KFL tournament, then look, it's going to rain multiple inches i mean it's gonna be the most the worst kind of environment that you possibly can and we've been able to be successful so
1: you know that's 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 pretty cool definitely definitely got a hurricane out now we're going to florida this weekend so So there's a hurricane that's crazy that's that's some intense fishing there i'm sure
3: (laughs) it is i've enjoyed it i've enjoyed the format you know
1: and I hope I think, it goes uh, from that. There's a, a team I really from right around believe, my
3: I, I believe if, if they can. I, I believe if if the, the, the person that can get the televised kayak fishing down pat is going to own the market. I really believe that. Because there's a lot of folks that are turning in and turning on to, to kayak fishing. They love it.
1: I, I think you're right. I think it's it's gonna pick up, and you know, uh, you know, the, the whoever does it right is gonna own it, you know, and and so there's a race on. I think to to nail that, you know, knock it out of the park, and someone's gonna do it, and you know, they're gonna be, you know, yes. the owners of it for until yes. they give it up. So. And there's multiple markets in that.
3: Um, I'm actually working on a, a textbook. I'm co-authoring a textbook uh, on kayak fishing because there's no resources out there for some of these high school teams. And I live in a fairly small, uh, town here and there's not enough, uh, bass boat community to support a a fishing team. And so there's a guy in Georgia, I think they're on their second year and, uh, he's got a very successful thing going on. He's going to work with me here in the state of Alabama. We're going to try to get it going on in Alabama. And we're pushing that, uh, textbook also. So, uh, like I said, there's, there's a lot of exciting avenues and, um, uh, sources to, to put kayak fishing into, you know, I mean, what kind of, uh, deal would that be to have kids out there or, or, uh, junior college or college kids out there doing it, you know, and it will be televised.
1: That's, that sounds awesome. And I mean, just, uh, Hearing you say that you're going to write a textbook on bass fishing, I think I got the right guy uh, to tell us about spinner then. <laughs> holy cow! <laughs> so, oh, um, well, I think I, I got I, a good co-author. I said I'm
3: co-authoring.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually, uh, and the way I found you is I stumbled on an article that another gentleman had written with you about spinner bait fishing. I was just searching. Um, you know, for information on them, you know, mm-hmm. thinking that would be make a good show. And I, I stumbled upon that article and, um, uh, talked, had a lot of good content. Do you remember so, who it uh, was? Um, I, I'd have to look back. Do, I do, cannot remember. Do, uh, it was there's I, a guy
3: that, that does a lot of stuff for me. His name is Ed Mashburn, and he writes, he freelance writes for three or four different uh magazines. And uh, we were in Grand Isle about three. That's it. Great days outdoors, yep. probably. Yes. Yep. That was it. Uh, we, we were in Grand Isle, and I was trying my hand at red fishing for the first time. I'd never redfished. That was three years ago. And uh, we were there, and there were 17 of us in this little campground. Nobody caught a fish that day. And I asked him, I'm like, dude, what, what do we need to be throwing? He says, man, you throw what you, what would you be throwing if you'd bass fishing? I said, a bait. And he says, throw it. The next day, I took one of our spinnerbaits and I tried to match it up. And we, we have a, a color, it's called Houdini. And I put a trailer on it, it looked like a little mullet. I caught 15 reds that day and nobody else caught a fish. Wow. And he did an article on that spinnerbait. Man, he was just mesmerized.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: and I, look, I've become a fan of, of red fishing from that day on, man. I mean, that's awesome.
1: That is another but, um, fish I got I get to try, but yeah. yeah.
3: And oh Ed cooked one, and I'm gonna tell you that is probably the best fish. And I I, I pride I live uh on the Tallapoosa River here in North Alabama. Uh, the Tallapoosa River, according to the Department of Interior, is the cleanest river in the eastern United States. P so I don't eat fish out of nothing but that river. And uh you know, I pride those those spots that that I fillet and eat from time to time. But I'm gonna tell you something: that red fish that he cooked on the half shell left the the skin and all on one side, and put it on the grill with some butter and lemon. Ooh, man, it, it was fine. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, but I know, I, look, we don't we. I, I'm a big guy. I could talk about eating all the time, but, but we're here to talk about <laughs> spinner
1: baits. That's right. So, so um, um, I have where been. Where do you big... want to get started? Yeah.
3: Uh, I can start from the beginning on what how I got hooked up with Redline. I had a great opportunity, and um, you know I, I've been very blessed uh, in in this aspect of it because there's not many people. You know, you you go to a, a tackle store and you see uh, like Strike King, you see KVD's uh, picture all over everything, his signature on everything. And uh, you don't know many people who's got their picture and their signature on on a bait or a package. Now I'm not on that kind of scale, but you know, my picture and my signature is on every bait uh, that that redline does. I don't know if you can see that. So uh, long story short, I'll try to make a condensed version of it. But um, when I was fishing with a spinnerbait and I was going, I was having a lot of success with this particular uh, spinnerbait. Spinnerbait company went out of business, couldn't find them nowhere. Well, I've got a friend that was in the uh, BASS circuit, uh, Dalton Bobo, lives in uh, uh, Northport, Alabama. I give uh, Dalton a call and I said, look, man, I'm looking for this spinnerbait. Can you find me some? And he's a contact dude. Look, he knows people all over everywhere. And if it can be found, he would find it. He's like, let me, let me build it. Let us build it. I yeah, said, what are you goes. talking about? He said, well, look, I'm part of a uh, spinnerbait company.
2: At
0: Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on, and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop midwayusa.com.
3: And uh, at that point, it was it was under a different name. And then, you know, he bought out, Ricky McKenzie bought out all the partners. And anyway, they, long story short, they... Uh, took my specs and they built this butt, uh, spinnerbait and that's what I won the national championship on and uh, that bait will catch fish uh, I know to catch them in 20, 20 different states uh, <laughs> but it, 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 it's, it's an awesome bait and uh, Ricky McKenzie my, my hat's off to him he's a small company but he he's family and you know uh, you you have a lot of young anglers and all they think about is getting all these sponsors, you know, and but but sponsors will come, you know. I, I was there at once upon a time, but what you want to do is you want to build relationships, and that that's what it's all about. And uh, with Redline, that is a special relationship. Uh, Ricky takes uh, what I uh, we we talk just about every day. And uh, sometimes in the middle of the night, I'll have an idea of something. But, but, I mean, I've actually designed about three or four baits for him, And um, it's all been good. It works good. And, um, you know, our our baits are a little bit different. But they're custom baits, and we're selling them at a box price. And a box price means, you know, like going to – and I'm not trying to slam Strike King or anybody else, but that is a box bait. I mean, they're mass-produced and, you know – um, and they're not probably not made here. I, I'll just leave it at that, but <laughs> we're, we're American made. And, and I promise you from top to bottom, it, there was thought that went into every bit of that. It was not, there's no corners cut, uh, from the quality of the blade, uh, the size of the wire, uh, the material that the, uh, split rings are made out of the skirt, the eyes, uh, you know, the size of the blades, there, there was a meticulous process on every bit of that, man. And, you know, if I'm going to use something and promote something, then it's going to be something that, that I use. And, uh, you know, you don't see me out here and I'm not toot my own horn, but I, I don't, I don't promote a lot of products, but I do promote the things that I do believe in and I've had success with it. And I've got others in, in our businesses that, I mean, some of them will secretly say it, but uh, and I won't call any names, Jeff Little. I mean, I didn't mean to say that, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, have secretly seen it in in action, and how uh, hey, it works. It's a, it's a good bait, and it's not for everybody. And I'm not going to turn you, uh, try to twist your arm, and try to make you do this or do that. And I, I think I explained to you too that. Uh, <clears throat> hopefully i can slow down about october i'm going to try to do a, a whole series on our line of spinner baits because people have a lot of questions about spinner baits you know that's that bait at one time that that ruled the the bass nation and they're not advertised a lot anymore
1: right
3: but that's i can not all I, those top dogs are that's kind of why i wanted to go those back top
1: and kind of highlight it right now, there, you go.
3: So, yep. Now that is the river series right there. Now, okay. now look at this bait right here. What, what's the first thing that you notice about those blades?
1: Uh, I mean, look close. Kind of, uh The tips are a little bit different.
3: Well, it's gold. They use a jeweler's process. Okay. And their their little motto is twice the flash double the flash okay because a spinnerbait, when it comes through the water the light reflects off of that blade and it has a reflection point every one of them do but if you've got this gold and then with this jewelers process how they've made these tips a different color it's like a gold and silver then you've got two reflection points per blade so on a combination there I got four reflection points on that one spinnerbait right there.
1: Okay. Now that's
3: probably our most common. That is a, um, uh, a three but it's got a hidden weight system. in it. So that three-eighths gives off a profile about a quarter in uh, a quarter ounce spinnerbait. Uh, that's another thing. It just don't overpower a lot of things. And, uh, I, I think that in itself with twice the flash and the small profile and the light wire, uh, is what makes that bait so deadly. Uh you know, I, I I use the the uh that river series. That's that's our river series. And if you okay. notice that head, it's kind of a banana shaped head. It'll come through mm-hmm. anything.
1: Yeah, okay. But I was gonna I, say that's but I
3: th- those are big things, man. I mean if you really uh think about it. But I take this one, this this uh chartreuse and white river series with that combination on it and a black pro stripe and i fish it 90 percent of the time dude if i can't catch fish on that it's time to go to the house <laughs> you know i i heard uh uh drew gregory uh, make a comment um we were at, we we stayed with each other at um me him and lance stayed at out in texas at the uh, bassmaster classic and uh you know i, I kid drew all the time and he kids me and uh, we've been in the industry a, a while, you know, and matter of fact, matter of fact, when his kid was born, I give him his first gift and I give him one of uh one of these spinnerbaits with my picture on it. You know, That's and awesome. it, I kid him about it. I'm like, dude, you may be uh you may not use it. I said, but somebody's gonna be smart in your family. <laughs> <laughs> but we we, we 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 play a lot, but um where I'm going is uh, I, I kid Drew all the time. I mean he's probably one of the hottest Fishman out there right mm-hmm. now i mean he is in the top uh in the points race in, in several different uh, uh, associations but he don't hide what he's throwing but he made a statement pretty profound and that's where i'm at he knows what kind of water he can catch fish on that bait and that's where i'm at with 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 the, with the two choices that i use most of the time i know what kind of water i can catch those fish in and that you know i I do a lot of homework and i try to find that water that i feel good in and that's what we do i learned a long time ago you backing up trying to play another man's game so do what you do
1: (laughs) yeah i thought it was (laughs) better i think there's a a lot of wisdom in that statement for sure so um so back to um kind of the basics what when you're picking uh, your spinner bait, I saw that one had kind of a, a combination of it looked like a a, a willow on the bottom. A willow color, okay. And um, is that generally how most of yours are?
3: Uh that's a good starting point for me. Okay.
1: You know, if I'm okay.
3: unfamiliar with the area or whatever, I mean that particular setup is the one uh, that I. I won that championship on uh, under multiple different conditions, multiple different waters. I know it works, but you can expand from that. I mean, and and what would make me decide to change from anything would be water clarity, uh, uh, current, some of the things that I couldn't control, you know, and um, when, when, when you start thinking about clear water, uh, you don't need to slow bait, Dan, you need to speed it up. So what I would do is I'd change that 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 blade. I would have probably two Willas, and I might even reduce the size where I could rip it. You know, I mean, really burn it through the water. Now, if it was a little more dense, uh, the water was a little more stained, I'd probably go uh, with that combination, and I might even change over to a couple of Colorados, even to a single Colorado. You know, just trying to provide just a little more thump to it. But, um, I want to go back just a little bit though on that river series, uh, in particular, um, you know, there's a lot of people that do complain sometimes <clears throat> and, and I want to say this about Ricky at, at, at um, uh, Redline. If there's ever a complaint about any of the manufacturing, the workmanship, uh, because look, you know, things do happen and, um, uh, I, I promise you he'll make it right he takes that much pride in what he does he will make it right uh, you know there was a about five years ago there was a guy trying to uh, give us a little bit of rap and you know he was giving some rap on a spinnerbait that i handed him free <laughs> you know and I, I don't understand that you know what i'm saying Right, but um, it is a light wire spinnerbait, and that, I want to do a a, a a complete video because we don't have enough time in a day to, to for uh, the pros about a, a light wire spinnerbait, but there's also some cons with that light wire. Um, I'm constantly looking at this uh, spinnerbait, and if you see how this makes a V, I'm making sure my V is because it you know, when it, when especially some of these spots when they get on that or a good fish, they're going to bend that light wire. So I I do a lot of times, you know, throughout my day, I'll look at that V, make sure that it runs that way, but I'll also turn it that way where I can see that it's running straight. And, you know, every now and then I may have to take it and tweak it just a little bit, but I'm I'm right back in action. But, um, you know, Sean, it's my job. I, I put these things through a vigorous test and uh, Ricky will tell you, I did a video one time on how many spots I could catch for it broke or failed. Mm-hmm. And I think I caught like 186 before it finally, oh but, but you know, wow. if you take wire and you bend it and bend it and bend it and bend it and bend it, eventually it's going to break. uh, You know, this is just like any other, it's it's actually a perishable deal. I mean, it's going to give out sooner or later. I mean, you're only paying six or seven bucks for it. Uh, But a lot of those box store spinner baits, people are used to, they've got that heavy wire, you know, that that you can pull a truck with. But they're not getting that thump and that vibration. They're not getting those fish that I'm getting, I promise you. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to say something about that. Uh, Lance. Uh, is um, uh, he's on our pro staff and you know Lance fishes predominantly and him him and Drew Gregory they, they fish total uh, braided line I don't fish braid that much unless okay. I have to but um, he fishes braided line and he had to back off on his rear uh, on his rod is set up a little bit because I mean he you can use and abuse a soft wire spinner uh, with braided line, because that braided line don't have any stretch to it, and I get it. But uh, anyway, we'll get into that uh, whenever you get ready to. But, uh, you know, I just like talking about the baits itself. You know, again, I, I do those little quick checks about the V, and then I look at it in line. As long as it's running in line with that hook, then I'm good, and it's going to run correctly. But uh, we did a lot of research on, on on blade sizes combinations because the worst thing in the world that I see out of a lot of other spinner baits is they want to roll, which means that they turn. When you, when you put a lot of pressure on it in current or something like that, that blade will turn. But these are all set up where they're tank tested, where that thing will run correctly like a like a real bait fish. I mean, you know, you don't rarely ever see a bait fish turn upside down swimming upside down, but. <laughs> Yeah, and, and that's that's the key too. About uh, you know, my forte is is fishing those little skinny waters, but picking wood apart, dude. I can pick it apart with the best of them, and uh, to me, a spinnerbait that rolls over when you're trying to fish wood is a nightmare. I, I can't have that, you know, because it's a very frustrating day, but uh,
1: right. Anyway, I, I use that one,
3: and I also use a... Uh, now, you'll have to forgive me on this one because this is the quickest one I could find, and Ricky would kill me uh, <laughs> because the blades have got some water spots on them. But, uh, you know, and he takes pride in the fact that he has a high-quality blade. And that's the thing that I I tell a lot of people, too. I said, I tell you the difference in ours in, in, a, in a box store. I said, you can use it, put it in your box and the sucker won't rust and won't be ruined after one or two times if you forget. Now, I don't try to tempt that. I try to take precautions, you know, um, so that it don't, so it will uh, uh, look its best when I want to use it. You know, I'll hang mine. I've got a little rack in my kayak and I got a little rack in my truck. Uh, When I get off the water, I let them dry. And I might even take a paper towel and just rub those blades to get the water spots off. But you won't find any of our split rings or any of that stuff rusting like you see some of these other people. And you know, I leave trailers in them, which has got salt in it and all that other good stuff. But they won't rust. The hooks won't rust. Got a high quality hook. Uh, but anyway, I was going to, to this Pro Strike, and if you notice about this Pro Strike, yes, we have the same little deal, but we've got indiana blades okay got two indiana blades now and that's black
0: midway usa brand product designers have one straightforward goal develop high quality technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices if you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors log on and shop 24 7 with super fast shipping midwayusa.com
3: and what makes this so cool is uh i, I play that's a whole nother episode there with how i i come up with this uh combination of of trailers that i use but uh you know, I, I put a ultra-vibe speed chunk. That is a zoom product. You can't find another one like that. But these chunks, very important on that black spinnerbait. Uh, okay. And I've had this argument. I've had this argument with a lot of guys on the circuit. They don't believe that I can take a spinnerbait and mimic a crawfish. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I have caught more big fish on that black spinner bait with that chunk than, than you could put in this house probably. I mean, it's <laughs> crazy, crazy. And a lot of times, you know, they think it's a frog, they think it's a, uh, they think it's a crawfish, just something with those tentacles. But what I, how I started that, I was using a different bait, but I was using these long legs to keep as a kill to keep that bait from turning. So the okay. hook would always be in a in a position where I could get a good hook up with. And uh I said, well wow man, why don't I put that on one of our spinner baits? And I did and it's I I have backed up. Um now I do another little trick. Now I'm giving all my juice up tonight, but <laughs> I do another little trick.
1: Is that the uh the model that that you're is the about? that
3: is the Pro Strike. That is okay, it. cool. And I, I use a three eighths most of the time. I will go to a half if, like we have been in the last uh, few months. I've, I don't think I've ever seen a summer this wet, and uh, I have to go to those bigger spinner baits <clears throat> because the current's a lot heavier. Mm-hmm. And uh, that—that's the secret behind the river series. Uh, we'll have a a quarter, a three and a half, but they all have the same blade sizes. And same pattern.
1: Okay. The thing that
3: we couldn't manipulate was the, the the current. So if I went with a heavier spinnerbait with the same blade, then, then I'm getting down into that strike zone in that heavy current where I was riding high with that three-eighths or that quarter. And uh, that's how all that got started. So that's why we actually called it the River Series. And uh, okay. then we came up with this pro strike. Uh, which is an awesome spinnerbait, bait. And, uh, you know, most people ask me, said well, well, do you throw black just on uh, overcast condition? I'm like, heck no. I throw it uh, 24-7 if I could, you know. But um, I, I do a lot of tricks. You can take that with that ultraviolet chunk and pull it over a log. That's what I love doing, fishing wood. And you pull it over that log and it leaves a silt trail. Well, if you just drop that splinter bait and those legs are doing that, oh my gosh, that's money, buddy, <laughs> that's money. But uh, I do a little trick and I, I actually, I've been doing this probably 20 years. I, I didn't know somebody had this on the market. Uh, I've actually seen them, but uh, I don't know if you can see that. See that little red thing? Mm-hmm. There's a little red thing on my hook right there. That is a uh, a coffee can lid. Like a, like a coffee can, the lid, and I took a hole punch, and I punched, and I, I made these little plastic discs. Well, that makes my chunk ride straight on that hook like that. It's always in a straight position. And uh, that's another little key for the whole thing. But. Um, nice, nice. That's it in a nutshell.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I am actually sponsored by uh, Pure, which owns uh, Abu Abu Garcia. They own Berkeley. There's uh, there's there several different companies. Uh, I get asked that question a lot. You know what what kind of setup do you throw? And uh, people laugh at me, but Abu's got some great products. Um, I've probably been around the world back, but I, I keep going back to ABU. That was the first reel I ever got as a, as a kid uh, was an ABU. And, um, but my rod setup, I use a lightning rod. their generation two, uh, six foot for the small, small tight areas and a six, six medium lightning rod is, this is strictly my, my opinion mm-hmm. is the best spinner bait and bladed jig rods on the market and at the price point you can get that stupid thing here's the thing i've had big money rods and in kayak fishing i you know i don't know if this is just my problem but i've actually had some of those high dollar rods and at the end of the year i won't have all the eyes on them some of the finish is coming off but i can take that lightning rod dude all the eyes will last they'll be on there and it'd just be a dependable product. So, and and, and two, I've got fourteen-year-old kids that I try to equip, dude. I I, I would cry if I seen a three <laughs> or four hundred dollar rod and it broke. Oh, dad, it was a mistake, you know. So, we, we use lightning rod, <clears throat> and,
1: okay. and,
3: and it works. And I use mono. I, I don't use uh, I don't use braid. Um, okay. And I'm not sponsored by um, a, a line company. But, you know, I'll tell you what I do. I mean, I use uh, Academy Sports. They make a line. It's their, their H2O. It's their line. But uh, there's a special color there. It's almost a gunmetal gray. And it dissipates in every every water I've ever been in. But it's nothing more than, than like a Berkeley Big Game. It's a tough old line. But, dude, I'm buying a quarter a quarter pound spool, like two for $5. And I'll buy up 30 or 40. So I change my line every time I go fishing. But that combination for me, splinter baiting, is is, is money. I mean, it's magic. So, I mean, if it ain't broke, I'm not going to fix it. <laughs> so a uh,
1: medium I rod, six tests. foot to six and a half foot? Yep. Okay. Interesting. And I use a 15-pound
3: test in that in that line. Okay. And I've actually had those, uh, I've got, I used Revo SX, uh, uh, Revo, I think they made an MGX, but they also make a, a midline reel that's called a Silver Max. Dude, that's money. Uh, I've introduced that to several guys on the um, that, that we fish around, and they love them, man. You can't wear them out. And, um, I mean, it just seems to be just the
1: right ticket, man. And, uh, what, uh, what speed reel are you using? Uh, six, uh, six, six,
3: six, four, you know, some of them I've got some seven threes maybe. Um, but usually that six is a magic, you know, I can, I can pull it when I, where I need to and how I need to. And they take, but the thing is they take up a lot of slack and uh, I think that's key too. Uh, but mainly is, is that loose action rod? Um, you know, I, I teach my kids too. One of my boys actually caught a uh, I forget now what that fish weighed. It was eleven something. We were down in Florida, uh, and he thumbed that that fish down. Or he would never landed that fish. Didn't have a net. Didn't you know? And I couldn't get to him in time. You know, and I'm trying to coach him. but uh, he did a, a an awesome job uh, thumbing that thing down. And that's that's just letting you ride, play with, it, you know. I think a lot of people just try to overpower everything they do and uh Mm -hmm. but that's what i grew up with man i mean uh i've got my grandfather's old rod in you and you laugh at it uh sometime another we need to do that i need to send you some pictures of it uh it's a four foot glass rod and it has a pistol grip in it made out of uh the the, i mean it was cast aluminum and there was a about five guys in this area that had that. It was all handmade. But they were just road cast, just roll cast, just roll cast. And that old rod's about like a hickory. And, uh, you know, it, they didn't lose fish, man. I mean, they were meat hunters. So, I mean, they didn't need to lose fish. But, I, you know, I, I think people don't emphasize enough and, and find what works for them. Because my setup may not work for you, but... Um, you know, I, that's the one thing that I really emphasize is is the setup on the on the whole thing. And I'm not breaking splinter baits, I'm not bending them out of uh out of whack.
1: It just works. Now for those of our listeners who don't know what, what you mean by thumbing the fish to land it, what can you explain that to them? As, uh as simple I'm actually as you clutched, can. Yeah, I
3: mash the clutch to disengage the 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 reel like I was gonna cast it, but I've got a fish on. And I keep pressure with my thumb on that spool and I just let him pull just enough off that I'm not just really just putting the brakes on him. Because I, I really do over tighten my drags and I've lost too many good fish depending on a drag. So if you watch some of these pros on TV, you watch them, they'll thumb a, they'll thumb a fish in a heartbeat. And I, I feel like that I'm more in control by being able to thumb that fish. Uh, you know, I'm giving him just enough leeway to wear him out. I'll reel him up and I'll thumb it. I may thumb it four or five times before I get that fish in. But um, I, that's something that, that everybody needs to put in their little arsenal. You know, let that fish, especially you smally guys, you know. and. I, I've had to learn that through Smalley guys is uh, you guys do a great a better job about playing that fish down and letting him wear himself down, and before you try to 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 retrieve that fish, you know, I, I'm from the land of Bubba. Everybody likes to have that Bubba stuff. They just want to Bubba snatch jerk, you know, get that fish, rip him lips, you know. <laughs> it don't work that way, man. You, You <laughs> you. you it's like killing that first big book, you know, you get that first one in it, then wow. it, then it becomes, you know, uh, an art. And, um, you know, I see people that get their hands out of, out of position and I, I forget now, I mean, <clears throat> to be good at what you do, you got to study what you do, you know? And, and I listen to, um, a lot of people, I, I have the opportunity to fish with a lot of big names and they, I listened to, I I can't remember now who it was, uh, but it was somebody like at Bass U or somewhere. And they were talking about keeping your hands around your chest as as you're fighting a fish, even on a hook set. I mean, I see people that just get, oh, way out of position. And uh, they lose those fish because a fish, first of all, he knows where he lives at. He knows his environment. And if he gets just a little bit of slack, that's like a gone. That's why you should always practice, you know, whatever your your hand positioning is, you ought to practice that. And, and make it a conscious effort that you, you work your hands to that area right there. And I teach that. I mean, I, I do to my kids and anybody else that asks that wants to know. <laughs> uh, I do use a couple of trailers. Okay. Uh, we haven't talked about that.
1: Um, I'm not. Do you ever throw them. it? Not, not
3: are, uh,
1: do you always use a trailer, or are you uh, um, sometimes throw uh, it? Out? No, um, I, sometimes I throw without. Um,
3: again, clear water situation. Uh, and Ricky, uh, on those skirts that he has, he, ha- he has a, a top quality skirt, and you can get them either or you, you flip the skirt over. And it's, uh, you've got longer strands on the bottom of it that actually acts and pulsates like a trailer, but it's part of the skirt, or you can flip the skirt back over and you got an even skirt that you can put a a trailer on. And that's why, you know, when we say that these are custom baits, you can get it either or, Uh, you know, you can order them offline or you can call him. I highly recommend you doing that if you ever, you know, feel interested in. Buying some of our products is to talk to Ricky and uh, you know a lot of times he'll refer you to me and um, look I'm available so I'll tell you anything that you need to know All right predominantly on my uh, River series type baits. I throw just a regular Split tail trailer just like that. It's just a zoom and that's in a pearl, but they make four or five different colors You know, it's just whatever the doctor ordered just a little shimmy just a little something And uh, that's a Zoom product. I've tried to go to other brands, but they just don't seem to work. They'll either stick or, you know, stick together. They won't open up right, won't operate right. Then I use these uh, Zoom Ultravibe Chunks. Now that is actually a jig trailer, it is. But Sean, I can't tell you how many times, like in our business, that, I mean, it's got a chunk. You can see that profile right there. Yeah. But it's those legs. It's that speed ultra vibe leg there, that foot. I can't tell you the times I've caught a fish. I've actually got this on video. And I videoed it probably four or five times uh, where I caught a fish. I got the fish in my hands. I take the spinner bait out to, to measure my fish and I flip my bait over the kayak. And as my bait is falling to the bottom, those legs, that leg action, you know, and I almost pulled my uh, rod off the kayak. <laughs> so, that tells you we want that bait. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, I've shared that a lot, but there's not many people ever tried that. <laughs> and I'm not just I, selling you that. I'm just, you know, you don't even have to buy our spinnerbait. But I promise you uh, that by putting that chunk on the back of it, on a black spinnerbait, that's money, dude. in, in, in the famous words of stale cracker that's money dude <laughs> you don't definitely gonna stale stale give cracker that a is, try
1: dude. i i do not know who <laughs> stale cracker is but i'm gonna take your word for that and uh give it a try for sure so interesting all right uh, um, i would
3: suggest that, that i would suggest that, that you just go to our website and just go to checking it out he's got a uh several top quality uh jigs he's got a bladed jig our bladed jig is called the grasshopper, and he's got some super colors that are not on the market and one of the top brands uh i happen to know a couple of people that were actually sponsored by a couple of the other top brands i actually they seen one of our colors and now have that in their line now so i mean we've, we've got some uh and we're actually um have got a trophy page on there so go out there and look i mean you know don't take my word for it there's some pros and cons for it but we got a lot of great products out there just go check them out
1: redline.com and that i was gonna say redlinelars.com so um for sure cool man well i will definitely be checking that out um and i'll make sure i'll uh, try and include that link when we post the show. Uh, for the folks who, uh, are kind of lazy like me and just want to be able to click on something and go there. So <laughs> there you go. Cool, man. Um, all right. So we, we covered a lot of stuff. Is there any other hints or tips you think, uh, the beginner spinner baiter should know How about like, uh, uh, what kind of water are you looking for to throw it in that, Like what, what screams to you? This is the best place to throw a spinner baiter. Is it pretty much basically what you throw?
3: Well, I, again, I'm looking for that water that I know that I can, I can catch a fish on. Um, but it's like Lance Coley says, I've got a magnet in my butt that, that takes me to the wood. I love wood, oh, laid down logs, uh, stumps. I, I love that. And uh, if I see that and I've got just a little bit of current, whether it's wind, whether it's uh, a creek or, uh, you know, some kind of current. That's money to me. You know, and that's what I'm looking for. Now I've been able to do the same thing with rock and, you know, some of that things as I'm learning the smallmouth bit. Um, I'm very intrigued about that animal. I, I love catching them. I do. That is a that is a and, and you know, going back to what we were talking about earlier, and I'm rambling now, but the show bass. I gotta put the show bass up there. To me, that is the southern version of a smallmouth. I swear to you that they're, they're almost like kissing cousins and in my list, I I put them as a tie because they are ferocious. They are ferocious. But the only thing that I have with it with a small mouth is that's, that can be a finicky little joker. You know, one day he wants to play and he wants to play hard, but dude, you may go back out there two more times and you'd think that there's not a fish out
1: there in that water. I've experienced that so many times. It's kind of scary, but yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh
1: no. I, I was going to ask you about I wind. Me, I've, I, I've I've heard like yeah, it's a windy ahead. day bait, so I was curious about that. If that's been your experience, or
3: well, you know, uh, yeah, it can play a big part in it. But, see, I I have a different philosophy about that. I I can fish them anywhere. Uh, You know, like here where I'm at, um, current's everything. I mean, you take the Tennessee uh, River chain, you take the Coosa River chain, most of the chains that are around here with with world-class fisheries around, there's some kind of current moving just about all the time. And that's all that is. If it's wind, it's pushing that water making it look current. It, It actually does enhance it. Um, but no, I don't, I don't have to have that win. I mean, I fish them probably 70% of my time and I, and I've actually fished myself out of tournaments trying to make them hit it. You know, Mm -hmm. you're supposed to be listening to that fish and let him tell you what he (laughs) wants. But dude, sometimes I'm like that kid with a square peg trying to beat it in that round hole. You know, I know you're (laughs) going to eat it sooner or later, (laughs) but, uh, no, I, I'm one of those dudes. I'll throw it all day. Don't no matter to me. Um, I was talking to my wife not long ago. I need to find me something to keep my shoulders in, in shape because, dude, I, I, I will throw the paint off of spinner. <laughs> I will throw cool. But no, cool. Well, if, if 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 I were going to give or allow tips to a, a total beginner, first of all. I would compare apples to apples. Make sure that you do that. And what I mean by that is the quality of the product. I mean, you tell the difference in in some of those things. Uh, You know, make sure it's got a good hook and, um, you know, good components. Because, I mean, even if you pay seven bucks for it, I mean, seven bucks for me, that that comes pretty tough. Uh, But you you want a bait that's going to last you as long as it can last. And that's what I would do. And I'd go by, uh, look at look at some of these websites and, and, and read. I mean, because there's a lot of knowledge out there right now, pros and cons. And, uh, you know, that would be some, I know, some good uh, advice to you.
1: One thing I wanted to ask, I don't think we covered is retrieves. Are you pretty much doing a straight retrieve? Yeah. You- Starting and stopping, slow rolling, you know, uh, or all of the above. Dude, there's days that I, I'm doing everything. I, I
3: put my hands over my eyes. And I'm casting backwards just
1: to see if that works. I put my foot in.
3: <laughs> I put my foot, one foot in the dip net. You know, I I, I lick it a time or two. I'll do whatever it takes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. No, I I, I do vary the the retreat. I do. Uh, a lot of times I want it slow. A lot of times I want it fast. You know, I just play with it. I let the fish tell me what to do on that that end of it. And uh, I I think that's where a lot of people are mistaken. That, um, you know, they will tell you that a jig is the most versatile uh, bait in their box. But I'd refute that. For me, you know, I can take that bait, And, um, you know, if that's the only bait I had, I can make it mimic uh, several different forages that, that bass truly like. You know, this time of year right now, uh, we've had a wet summer, and in our, in our area, they love sunfish. There's not a better imitator than that river series uh, in, as a sunfish. I mean, they love that thing. And especially after I did uh, a video uh, last summer, and I, I think I did, I, I re-updated it. I did it probably five years ago. <clears throat> but I learned this through smallmouth guys. I was on the New River when I won the championship in 2011. Ran into a little old fella out there, one of the homies. And, and dude, that river was up probably 10 feet. I mean, it was freaking nightmare. I, it scared the bejeevers out of me. And I let her settle down a couple of days before I ever got out there. Uh, but this little old fella told me, he's like, dude, I live for this. I was like, what are you talking about? He's saying that when that current gets that strong, it backs those smallies up in those little eddy pools. And he said, dude, it's money. And you know what? He taught me something. And I won that championship. All I could do, my wife was keeping up with me every day. I mean, I'd be trying to talk to her on the phone and the river was roaring so loud you couldn't even hear. I mean, it was awful. I said, she said, what's it like? I said, it's like riding a screen machine for about 10 hours and you can't get off of it. I said, that's <laughs> what it's like. And I have one, I have one rod with a big old splinter bait on it, but dude, I caught the biggest smallmouth I've ever caught in my life. It was awesome. So I took that lesson that I learned from that smallmouth guy and I applied it to these spots because they're 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 cousins too now. I'm probably, I, they are. And, uh, dude, I've caught some big old fish, especially after a rain. And in those eddies, I take that, that, uh, that real chartreuse and that, that big old Willow, uh, Colorado combo. And it can be magic, man. You can catch some of the biggest fish you'll catch all year at those times after a thunderstorm. And, uh, but people don't, but they don't even realize that, but it, I mean, that's money you know I, my thing is you you don't have to do what i do but if you could take something that I, that i'm talking about and apply it to what you do that's what i do you know i'm Absolutely. not trying to play another man's game i'm just trying to listen and and and, and let some of it sink in but um, right that, yeah, that's man, what my show love, is all about, about man
1: that. so <laughs>
3: it, well again now i can make this this look like a bait fish. I can make this, uh, pro strike look like a, a crawfish. I can Mm -hmm. make it look like a frog. I mean, a bass is a bass is a bass. I don't care where you go. He has very, uh, basic needs. Uh, he has to have shelter, has to have food for sure. That's what drives him more than anything. He's got that brain about the size of a pea. I mean you can't let that bass whip you. Uh one of one of my look here, here here's a good deal for your for your podcast. I know we gotta be wrapping up, but one of my 14-year-olds, you know, they're 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 smart. He's like, uh, Dad, he says, uh, does a does a bass drink? And I was like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> There's a good question. So somebody told me a in there, if a bass drinks or not. Because I say he's got to have shelter and he's got to have food. You know, like a human, we got to have shelter, water,
1: and food. So there's your good question right there. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. All right. Oh, yeah. Tim, thanks so much for coming on. Um, I wanted to give you an opportunity to shout out um, your sponsors. And also, um, you, um, you mentioned about your videos and stuff. Where can folks find those videos?
2: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
3: I actually have a uh, an attempt uh, at a YouTube page. It's all scatter cluster. I, I, you know, that's one <laughs> of those things that's on my list to get straightened out. And I actually need somebody like you, Sean, that works with seniors. Oh, and, and help me in that, that category. But uh, I'll get there one day. Uh, but I also, you can, I'll run them on my Facebook page. And I think we're going to attach these specifically about spinner baiting onto the Redline page. So okay. uh, you can find us on red, redlinelures.com. I would like okay. to shout out to Ricky. Uh, Ricky's just been tremendous to me and my family and all the others that are part of it, you know, Alan Crawley and uh, some of the original guys that were there, uh, but Ricky's really, really he listened to me, you know, and uh, I'm just proud that I've had that opportunity uh, to have that relationship with somebody that, that's, that's had on the water experience. That's hard to beat, you know? Uh, and, and I'm not saying that I know everything, but I'm just saying, dude, I've been there and had a lot of seat time and, and, you know, if we could listen and, and, and tweak and, and dude, he's more than, than happy to do that. We've had a lot of failures, but we've had a lot of great product. And uh, I, I appreciate him uh, at redlinelures.com. Uh, wilderness system kayaks. Um, wilderness system has, has put me in a boat. And um, to me, um, again, you know, one specific kayak is not made for everybody. Uh, but it's just the tool that, 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 that works for me, you know, and, uh, we've got a great product, has success out of it. And, you know, I appreciate everything they do for me. And I had an opportunity to be around one of the premier teams in, in the country. I mean, there's are some of the biggest names in the business, uh, came out of the wilderness system, uh, pro staff and, um, um, pure fishing, uh, cables, um, I know I'm going to forget somebody, and and, you know, but I need to to thank my wife. Um, We need to do a podcast one night um, because in the beginning of this whole thing, that's actually my testimony. um, Is where fishing took me. It was a bad place, dude. And there's a lot of guys, uh, young guys, that I actually seen uh, following. I followed in those footsteps and I see them now and I try to talk to them as much as I can. I speak, I speak at churches, uh, on those very same topics, you know, um, and, and we try to, if you've seen on my Facebook page, uh, we try to do faith, family, and then fishing. You know, once upon a time I took, I put fishing above everything and, uh, that's not the right way. But, um, anyway, I want to thank my incredibly beautiful wife, you know, I'm, I'm fixing to leave on Tuesday and I'll be gone, um, you know, probably five days and uh, we got two teenage boys that are active in sports and, uh, well, they're doing two sports at one time. They're playing football and then we play ba- baseball on Saturdays. And, uh wow. so, you know, when daddy ain't there, she has to take over and she runs a, a daycare. So she's super woman and I, 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 I'm blessed to have her and I appreciate my boys. They're, they're always in my corner and, uh, Thank God. I Amen, appreciate man. you, man. I I, do, I enjoy listening to you, to your podcast. And, uh, you know, a lot of times I don't, I don't have time to sit down and chit chat a lot. But and, and I don't know how to do this. <laughs> I'm technically not savvy at all.
1: <laughs> hey, that's all right. That's but all right. I, Definitely. I'm glad I could help you there. But, I love uh,
3: no, I, talking about my passion. I, I do. I'm very passionate about fishing. And uh, if I can help anybody, you just let me know. And uh, I, I do, you know, my kids get on to me all the time because only old people's on Facebook, you know, and, and I'm one <laughs> of those old people on Facebook, you know. I'm trying to expand. I've got Instagram, and, you know, some of that stuff, but um, it's all good, man. I hear But I
1: appreciate you I, hear you.
3: you. I appreciate your time tonight, too.
1: Yeah, same to you, man. I, I know you. I would love busy.
3: To, one of these days, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going I'm gonna, cousin Eddie and come to the Susquehanna
1: river state
3: <laughs> i got a room, I love I got a October room. you tell 7th. me when
1: you're ready <laughs> so
3: sounds good i
1: got a spinnerbait all right all right i i, I may have to take you up on that so <laughs> all right tim well thank you again um for coming on um Everybody, this has yes. been the bass fishing for noobs segment of the paddle and fin podcast. Bah, I messed it up. The paddle and fin podcast, where we bring you the techniques, the tricks, and the tips to help you rip more lips. Have a good night, everyone.
2: Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode of paddle Finn. and fin.